0: Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast. And we are now up to episode 22. So for this episode you are going to have to bear with my croaky voice and wheeze and everything because I unfortunately have developed some sort of bacterial infection in my throat which I am dosing myself up with on lots and lots of herbs. But it's, um, the more I talk the more it tends to go so you may get a kick out of the croaky voice or I may sound like Phoebe from Friends with her flu singing Smelly Cat I wish, but anyway <laughs> so this week is, has been a bit more kind of random random topics I've had a lot of questions in lately around like detoxing and things like that purely because here in Galway it is festival season and I've also had lots of questions in around anxiety and breakups there is something in the air maybe it is mercury retrograde maybe it's the stairs maybe it is time for people to transition into new periods in their lives but it is breakup season right now and they're coming in left right and center so this week I am doing a QA and a style podcast, um, just three questions because of my voice being so croaky and to be honest my throat is quite sore, I'm going to try and keep this to a, a short episode, I say that now, we may go longer, who knows. But to get started, um, the first question that came in was why shouldn't I try detox pills or teas if they'll help me to lose weight? So first things first, are you talking about detoxing or are you talking about losing weight? There is a big difference between detoxing and losing weight and I don't know why the two have amalgamated into the one, because they are quite different now, look, I understand why people want to use these and I'm a culprit of it myself. Years ago, look, I, I used detox teas to help me lose weight when I was overweight. And I did lose weight, but it was all water weight and I basically pooped it all out of me because they're laxatives. There's a big difference between a, a herbal detox tea that's used in conjunction with a healthy balanced diet having a cup of detox tea a day for a short period of time just to support the body's natural detoxification pathways the likes of your liver, your bowels, your kidneys but marketing marketing companies using detox teas or sorry detox teas using marketing companies as a weight loss technique it's it's what it There, it's all marketing and PR and it's all got to do with the health fitness weight loss industry which kind of a little bit irritates me a lot but look it, it is what it is and being a herbalist, it it bothers me because people are being sold certain, and being generic means it's basically saying it's one size fits all, whereas that is not the case, especially not with health. Now these lemon teas, they claim to stimulate digestion, increase metabolism, and increase fat burning, but in actuality it's just all marketing yes a lot of these teas contain certain compounds like green tea dandelion, bitter orange, guarana all of these which can help to suppress your appetite not so much the dandelion but once you stop taking these teas then your appetite will come back So. The whole element of suppressing suppressing your appetite, it, it's only going to jump straight back once you stop taking the teas. Then the likes of having your diuretics and your laxatives, so the the dandelion, the nettle, the senna, all these things, they're, you're basically just getting rid of water weight. And like I said before, you're pooping it out of you. Now, look, don't get me wrong, I love detoxes because sometimes our bodies do need a little bit of help due to lifestyle, overindulging, external factors, medications, things like that, where we just get a bit congested and we do need a bit of help with the likes of our liver and our bowels and our kidneys, but as a a gentle detox not as your your weight loss like I run yearly detox programs for people who feel the need to improve gut health and boost their immune system things like that but the first time I ran it I very quickly realized that people thought this was a weight loss program and I gave herbal teas and herbal blends to support liver function nutrient absorption kidney health nervous system support and bowel function and like to this day i still drink my detox tea myself but in moderation one because one i know it's good for me and two i love the taste of it but i have my bag of my detox tea in the press and i'll i'll have a cup every now and then but that's alongside my my nutrition my balanced diet But I remember when doing this program, people were messaging me and they were like, oh, I've lost this much weight. And I was like, it's not about losing weight. Um, I advertise this program just to help get you back on track. Because every spring, spring is the best time to do a cleanse or a detox. But it needs to be incorporated with a whole balanced diet. So now when I do it, I don't advertise it really anymore people who know that I do my spring cleanse my spring detox who want to do it for their for health reasons will get in touch but I don't advertise it now because I don't like the the aspect of it being linked in with weight loss because I don't want people getting a negative association when it comes to detoxes but as well like being on detox products for so long it's not healthy like no laxative or diuretic should be taken long term it it can either have negative effects or you become too immune to certain compounds and like I said also every individual is different so a generic brand may have ingredients in it that's not suited for you and when it comes to weight loss, it's weight loss is a balanced whole food diet and exercise. And yes, eating the correct amount of calories for you is also really important. But looking at the quality of the food too, fresh fruits and veggies, they're so important for all detoxification pathways. They're what contain your vital vitamins and minerals for your overall health. And eating in moderation, portion control, things like that, yes technically speaking to lose weight you need to be in a calorie deficit when I've spoken about this before but what I see a lot in clinic is a lot of people's metabolism is on the floor and a lot of the time it's because of these detox pills shakes teas or diet pills shakes teas detox pills shakes teas all of them because what they end up doing in the long run is actually killing your metabolism your metabolism just drops down to the floor and then trying to build that back up is where the problems start so what I will say to people is personally I'm not a fan of these detox pills and teas unless they are provided from an actual therapist who is working one-on-one with you I'm not into buying them over the counter in any shop where you have no support and nobody to ask questions to. And also if you're on any sort of medication or you have any underlying health concern, I will be staying away from them and going to an actual practitioner to get advice for you because your body is so different to Joan's body down the road. You always have to take that part into account. So if you are looking to lose weight, I would suggest getting a good balanced nutritional plan as well as exercising, finding a personal trainer if you want to do a personal trainer, going to a boot camp if you want to go to a boot camp. If you're someone who has been yo-yo dieting for years, it you may need to increase your metabolism so you really need to be looking at lifting weights. Weightlifting really improves um, your metabolism and metabolic rate. So look into that. Put your feeders out and see who's out there that you have and an affinity for and someone that you would like to work with. But do stay away from the detox pills and teas that you're buying over the counter just for weight loss. So the next question that came in was how to help pull myself out of anxiety attacks and pick myself up from the down days. So anxiety is one of those vicious circle kind of things. Anxiety disorders tend to leave people in chronic states of excessive nervousness, fear, apprehension and worry. Severe anxiety can seriously affect people's every day-to-day living, like ranging from tension, worried thoughts raised blood pressure increased heart rate nausea dizziness hyperventilating and the hyperventilating is linked with the likes of panic attacks and personally i think panic attacks are the scariest part of anxiety they come on suddenly and you feel like you're going to either die or just lose complete control and i know this from personal experience Um, In my teen years, I've spoken about my teen years before. um, But one of the things that I suffered with were panic attacks. I was guaranteed to have one every second day, if not every day. And they were horrible. They were exhausting. I was drained every day and I'd have to be brought home from school. And... I'm very grateful that I don't have them anymore. But what got me through them back then was something an English teacher, Mrs. Fogarty, said to me. And I remember I was in the midst of one. And for me, a panic attack was complete hyperventilating. I wouldn't be able to see, couldn't breathe, thought I was going to suffocate. And complete terror. But being in the midst of it, I'll never forget her. She took my hand and she squeezed it. And she kept squeezing it in like a pulse way. And she told me I was in control. And she told me to keep feeling her hand squeezing mine in that pulse method. And the reason for that is because if someone squeezes your hand, you forget that they're squeezing your hand because it's a static movement whereas if you squeeze it in and out it's changing the sensation so it's something to focus on so she kept doing that and while doing that over and over said to me in a very soft voice you're in control Orla you're in control you can do this you can breathe but you are in control and that That saying, you are in control, is what saved me during so many panic attacks. During a panic attack, you feel like you're out of control. And knowing, having the reassurance that I could get myself back was key for me. But then also that sensation, that touch sensation. But it has always stuck with me over the years. And then learning how to cope with panic, panic attacks is what stopped them happening. Like, knowing that I had the tools took the fear. Now, it didn't take the fear away, but it, it really brought the fear down. I think the majority of the time it was the fear of getting a panic attack which would actually initiate a panic attack. And there are many, many different ways to cope or to deal or reduce. Panic attacks. I'm not saying that they're going to get rid of them straight away, but there are loads of different tools that you can use. For me, I find the senses one is is phenomenal. So when you're in one or you feel one coming on, or even if you're just overly anxious, the five, four, three, two, one technique. So five things you can see. So. It can be hard to multitask when you're in the middle of one so use your hand to count So, use your fingers to count look around you, what can you see? can you see a clock? can you see a door? can you see a chair? can you see a table? can you see a bin? then four things you can feel can you feel the ground? can you feel the chair? can you feel your feet? can you feel a cushion? Then three things you can hear. Can you hear a radio? Can you hear birds? Can you hear cars? Then two things that you can smell. Can you smell food? Can you smell perfume or cologne? And then one thing you can taste. Carry gum or a pack of sweets. Now I know sweets aren't healthy coming from a naturopath but look. When you suffer with anxiety attacks, you got to do what you got to do. For me, I used to use homeopathic remedies. Um, specifically, Aconite 30C was what I was prescribed from my homeopath. And that was for when I would have a panic attack. Once it came on, I would take the pill and I would let it dissolve on my tongue. But I could taste that. And within minutes it would start to subside. Now I would have to take a couple more. Um, Homeopathy, especially for panic attacks and and anxiety attacks, is really useful. And this is just coming from personal experience. Some people are into it, some people aren't. You've heard me speak about how I am into it. So Aconite was always my go-to. Like all the girls in school and my cousin as soon as one came on straight away they're like where's the aconite where's the aconite they knew where to go so it was great but anyway so you're five four three two one always remember that then your nutrition so grounding foods are really important the likes of soups root veggies oats they're all nourishing to the nervous system in ayurvedic medicine having panic attacks and anxiety it means that you're not grounded and you're gone into what's known as a vata state and you're up in the air. So nourishing and grounding foods. To help bring you back down. And supplements. Like panic attacks and anxiety. Supplements are right vi- They are vital. Because panic attacks will. Strip vital minerals from your body. Faster than normal. So magnesium and zinc specifically. Start supplementing with these. To nourish your nervous system. And just to make sure that your reserves are up because magnesium will get stripped out and zinc will get stripped out straight away and zinc especially if you're on the pill or anything like that for me like I'm currently taking the Mag365 BF blend and that contains zinc as well so I'm kind of hitting two birds with one stone then probiotics are really really important for any mental and emotional disorders like anxiety like the Harvard Medical School. They've um, they've done studies showing direct links between the gut brain axis and how the microbiome influences anxiety. So the gastrointestinal tract is actually sensitive to all emotions, from the likes of anger, anxiety, sadness, even elation, and the brain has a direct effect on the stomach. So when you think about eating, straight away digestive juices are released right like before food even gets to to your stomach so it it's working your brain and your gut work together you sit now and think about something that you like to eat and watch the saliva pool into your mouth that's your brain and your gut working together but then it works in the opposite way too so like a problematic gut can send signals to the brain therefore being the cause or the product of the anxiety the brain and the gut are intimately connected so having a good gut flora is vital for supporting any sort of mental emotional or psychological disorders these studies are now proving the gut and the brain are directly linked so a happy gut equals a happy you so then herbs nerve tonics are really good supports for calming the mind and the nervous system specifically oats and skullcap mixed together is a really good combination traditionally used to combat combat excuse me combat nervous disorders and especially that mental chatter where it's constantly racing brain and those two together also really help with symptoms of addiction so alcohol addiction drug addiction cigarette addiction it, it, they help with the weaning off process and when it comes to anxiety and emotional disorders there tends to be an element of addiction mixed in there some way shape or form not all the time but for a lot of cases then you're looking at your mindset learning coping mechanisms really is key like finding the root cause of your anxiety and working through it is crucial it's if you are suffering from really bad anxiety now is the time when you should be talking to a professional You're going for therapy I speak about it all the time talk therapy it's an NCT for your mind you need to do it and when it comes to anxiety a lot of the time it is down to feelings of not being in control and also a lot of the time anxiety goes hand in hand with OCD and OCD is directly linked with feelings of not being safe and or secure. So looking at these feelings, like working on where these feelings have originated from, maybe the answer is for you. Then realizing also that thoughts create our emotions and catching the thoughts that are having a negative effect and changing that thought process I'm not saying you can do it automatically straight away and everything's going to be hunky dory but starting to pay attention to your thoughts and what it is that you're saying to yourself, that self negative talk and it may not even be self negative thought because who knows you may be in a, some sort of situation, external factors, life, work people who are around you that are, are, I'm not going to say they're causing because at the end of the day they aren't causing anything unless they are physically or emotionally abusing you. But even if so, you still have that choice to leave and to walk away. When it comes to anxiety, we get caught up in the fear of everything that we forget that we actually do have control and we do have a say of our own lives and we do have a say in our thought process also but it's a matter of catching the negative stuff and flipping it like I said it's not the easiest thing to do straight away but it, it, it's down to practice it's, it, for example, example going to the gym You know, if you, how do you learn how to bench press or do a push up? And how do you get stronger? You keep doing it. The brain is the same, the mind is the same. You have to exercise your mind. So you have to learn how to think in a different way, in a healthier way, in a more productive, positive way, and realizing that your thoughts create your emotions. But then also looking at any sort of external factors and what it is that you can change in that and how you can eliminate those external factors. Because again, you are in control. Always remember, you are in control. And for my last question, I've just been dumped I don't know how to be okay, what can I do? And like I said earlier, for some reason there seems to be breakups happening left, right and center. I've had a a good few people into my clinic lately and all got to do with breakups, ones that are sudden, ones that were expected, Ones that came completely out of left field. And breakups are shit. <laughs> they are. Look, we've all been there and we all deal with them differently. We all have our own coping mechanisms and we all have to go through the process. But here's my two cents on how to support yourself when it comes to a breakup. Breakup grieve let yourself grieve a breakup is a grief a breakup can actually feel like a death it it can feel like losing someone so close to you that they're gone and it's the same emotion Losing someone who was there, say, every day for however long. And then they're not there. There is a lot of sadness in that. So you have to let yourself feel that grief. Let yourself cry. Let yourself get angry. It's okay to be angry and it's okay to get pissed off. And then it's okay to go into denial and it's okay to... Go through all the stages of grief and feel every wave of emotion that comes, especially in the initial few days and weeks. What I will say to you, though, is just don't get lost in it. Find an anchor somewhere. Find somebody close to you who can pull you out of it. Set a routine for yourself. Set plans so that you know that you're not going to get stuck in it what I will say is don't numb out numbing out it feels like the easier option trust me I know it's and it can be at times but the likes of alcohol, food shopping hiding in Netflix for weeks like whatever your drug of choice is it it does feel like a great way to cope but it gets you nowhere Inevitably, that pain is going to come knocking and you will eventually have to deal with that. You will have to face it. And it may feel like you're drowning in it at the time, but it's better to face it head on than put it off for months and then have to deal with it then down the line, two months down the line, four months down the line, six months down the line, whenever. If you don't deal with it now, it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass. Now, don't get me wrong here. Go out, have a pizza and have a glass of wine with friends. Just don't let it become a daily practice for too long. For the first week, fair enough, just little things to help you get through, but not much longer than that because you will get yourself into a vicious cycle that won't help you in the long run. What I would suggest is exercise. Whatever that exercise is, just do it. Like it will increase all your happy hormones and you will feel a hell of a lot better. Like join a class, do yoga, Pilates, a dance class, especially for the women listening. Dance class is phenomenal for your sacral chakra and it will help move any stagnant energy that's there and it will help... it'll help make you feel more feminine and more sensual for yourself so look into a a dance class or like I said a yoga class yoga is very good for balancing everything but even just to get out and to meet meet people and meet friends meet old friends and new friends and surround yourself with people who can support you you need those people in your life right now they're the ones who are going to help don't hide away from them. It's very easy to hide away from people that you know. Because you don't want to have to face what's in front of you. Don't do that. Bring people in. Let, let them in as much as you can. Do that with food. Now I know I said don't turn to alcohol, food, Netflix, shopping, whatever. But... One thing I see a lot with people at the moment is that with breakup, when they've gone through a breakup, especially the people who I'm seeing at, right now, is they can't eat, they've completely lost their appetite, which goes back to the whole anxiety, gut-brain access thing. But eat. Like, as much as you don't want to eat, please just eat. Like, home, com- home comforts right now, mommy's dinners, whatever it is, whatever your favourite food is, For the first week or two, just eat that. Make sure that you are getting food into you. It may not have to be the most healthiest of dinners, but just make sure you don't waste away. Then, the likes of taking magnesium will really help your nervous system right now, and also herbs like Avena, hawthorn chamomile motherwort skullcap these are all really nourishing for the heart the nervous system and the mind viola is another very good one it's called Heartsease. and for me personally i love motherwort leonoris it's um it's a beautiful heart herb especially for times of heartache and also the hawthorn too they're both really good energetically for heartache and these will help to support the nervous system the heart and just support you through the sadness one thing I will say is reduce caffeine right now it's some people tend to just live off coffee or wine or cigarettes or everything and they're all stimulants reducing caffeine right now because you're It's not a great option for your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are under an awful lot of pressure right now from the stress of it. And adding in all those stimulants on top is only going to burn you out in the long run. So have herbal teas instead. Herbal teas, warm waters, regular water would do reduce the caffeine if you're overdoing it. Another thing is talk. Talk. Are right, either or, just get it off your chest. If you don't want to go and see a therapist, then or if you don't want to talk to anyone in your family or friends right now, journaling. Journaling can be a gateway into your own subconscious. Negative thoughts and feelings come up right about where they're really coming from. What's the true feeling behind everything? With breakups, nine times out of ten, it's that feeling of not being not being enough, not being good enough. Start a self-worth practice every morning and night and tell yourself that you are beautiful, you are worthy and you are lovable. And don't worry, you're not being narcissistic, you're just showing yourself a little bit of love. And self-love is great love. And above all else, just remember that this too shall pass. As cliche as it sounds, I know, but this too shall pass. It may pass like a kidney stone, but it will pass. And it's true. Time helps with all pain. It doesn't get rid of the pain, but it helps it. And knowing that it won't last forever is what will get you through those hard times. Every night the sun sets and every morning the sun rises Nothing in this life is ever permanent. So try to move with it. Try to flow with it. Because it will pass. And don't get stuck in it. Tomorrow the sun will rise again. So that is all of them. And I hope I've helped. And I hope you've been got something from it. Feel free to get in touch, tag me, message me, DM me, whatever it is, and have a wonderful weekend. So for now, happy Thursday and happy hormones, everyone.